Hello and welcome to Straight Dude Date Night, a show where two straight dudes go on a date and they review it. My name is David Stallings and I am one of the straight dudes. And I am Ricky Rivera, the other straight dude. Today we just got back from seeing uh, really a movie that really makes you remember that January is in full swing. Uh, yeah, this is a knew this would be a bad month and this was a great start to it, truly. Uh, first movie to, uh, to release in theaters in 2023, the horror film Megan. That's M3 Gan. Uh, the, the bad movie. The bad movie. Hi, I'm Megan. Mm-hmm. It stands for uh, Model 3 Generative Android. Does it really? Yeah, that's what it stands for. Wow. That seems... Like they got lazy at the end. They, they never say that. M model three gener- uh, generative and then Android just A N Android. Yeah. yeah, it could be Mega, like mega that could have worked. But no, it's cool Megan. Which if it's Android, if it's like Android at the end, shouldn't it be a lowercase n? That's mm. typically yeah, how that's I've seen good, it. That's a good point. Guys, this movie was bad. They did put in the backwards three or the the three. To resemble Megan backwards. backwards three No it was straightforward three <laughs> They yes. did put in a three So like you're right They could have just thrown it in a lowercase n That would yeah, look totally fine It would look cool That would have been fine Huh Good point Now I'm mad No there's many reasons to be mad Or just irritated This this is Oh I knew January was gonna be rough Oh I just <laughs> I knew it with this podcast bro I knew there was going to be certain months of the year That was like And that's just going to be a horrible month January, February Fi- March though March is going to be hype I'm looking forward to March That's when things pick up and, and Until the rest of the year pretty much Everything's yeah. great I mean beginning of the year Every year is going to suck I feel like uh, maybe Maybe I'll be completely wrong But I feel like every year that we do this, it's January up to mid-February are going to be really bad, like at a minimum. Yeah. Like that's always going to be the case. And then it's going to be fine up until the uh, mid-September. Well, hopefully more movies will start coming out at the end of December. That way we can have enough leeway to kind of go into January yeah, so we don't yeah. even have to watch movies. <laughs> we need that. We need, yeah. Because I have enjoyed that we've had too many movies because of December, because of Christmas. But now we've run out. <laughs> we've been running out and now we have to actually watch what's coming out. Yeah, that was... Uh... I am shocked I've heard any good news about this movie because there is nothing good about this movie. Yeah, it's it's so uh, this movie took off on social media on yeah. TikTok. The trailer came out a couple of months ago. I don't I don't know the exact date, but I know that it blew up, became really popular from mm-hmm. that. I will I'll go into the synopsis in a moment. But for the majority of people, the only thing they know about this movie is a it's supposedly horror, a scary new scary movie, new Megan. scary movie in January. Of course, a perfect time to release scary a horror movie. movie. Kid is the, the a kid is the, the scary thing. So yeah. obviously, ooh, yeah, big attention. scary. Um, and then B, uh, pretty much everyone uh, or a lot of people, the only other thing they know is that there is some random scene where the robot doll does kind of a creepy uh dance. That's it. It hits the Fortnite dance. Yeah, that was pretty it, much a Fortnite dance. It hits yeah, that like orange Julius for throws its arms in front of it and back of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it hits that dance for a second. Yep, she does a little like pose on the wall. She's like, ah, I'm posing, and I pose over here. Bam, paper yep. cutter. Time to die. Yeah, super bizarre. There's and 
There's no reason for it. Even in the movie, there's no context for it. And then on TikTok, there's no context for it. But apparently, I don't know. I, I don't have TikTok. I just know it's become popular on there. Is there like a dance challenge or something for this? Yeah, there is. There's okay. there's dance challenges on TikTok, Instagram. I mean, that's really what, like, I, I, I think that this movie, what they did was they just were like, okay, how can we appease to the social media teenagers? Mm-hmm. Let's go ahead and just make like a movie that has memes and it fun, trendy little things that people will like. Yep. So far, it's proven itself successful. It's, oh yeah, it's uh, it's already what made its money back, right, in the box oh, office yeah. after only a week. It's uh, this movie's budget was twelve million, and as of today, uh, which is second week of January, it has made forty eight million. It's literally quadrupled uh, the budget. So which, I mean, like, yeah, they did good. <laughs> somebody did great. I mean, compared to you know other movies like Babylon, mm-hmm. that movie did terrible. Yeah, so it's it, made a ten, uh, a tenth of what they spent. <laughs> I mean, marketing does matter. Marketing does matter, and clearly their goal with this was like, look, let's just let's just get the kids on TikTok. Let's get them to just if they all start dancing, then people will go see the movie. I it, promise. It is very clear that they curated that movie just for that specific type of oh, crowd yeah. because even that we were reading that this movie was actually supposed to be rated R but they were like well this movie's going to cater to teenagers but our whole marketing scheme was that we were going to make this cater to teenagers yep. has to be PG-13 mm-hmm. you can very after reading that I could tell that there were scenes that got cut out because it, yep. it feels like there were some weird moments in the movie that totally got cut out yeah like the the uh when one of the deaths is, is really strange with like the poison or whatever i don't even know you what know, was I don't happening even know how that person died but yeah. apparently they did from it the dad the the did and they died the did and the died sometimes with the horror movies they do and they did and they died it's a bad movie it's a bad movie to me <laughs> normally i'd say you know watch the movie first and then come listen but no. this one don't watch it no, you don't need to no watch, it. watch we got you we'll, we'll just talk about it and you can laugh with us look you'll be better off just watching the 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 dance and do the tiktok challenge and then just don't see the movie just watch the trailer. Watch the trailer. You've, You've seen, seen the movie. You've seen the movie. You've seen the critical I, I, parts. I really genuinely cannot think of any other significant moments in this movie that I didn't see in the trailer. Yeah. Yeah. They pretty much they pretty much showed just everything. I'm going to give a synopsis. I'm going to give a synopsis of this movie before we dunk on it for the next hour. Boom! Boom! Get dunked on, sucker! Yeah. Uh, okay. So if you've seen the trailer... He, I mean, this was nice, is that the trailer actually tells you what the movie's about, which seems to be uh, a difficult thing for people to do with trailers. Uh, so this movie, it is about a... What is it about? <laughs> I'm losing my mind. Uh, it is a AI doll. It's four feet tall. It looks awful. Uh, it looks creepy. It's kind of a... It seems a little bit of a ripoff of like Chucky, that kind of concept. Of like the doll comes alive mm-hmm. basically, uh, but it's all robotic, and uh, this woman Gemma is basically a lead of the research and development department for a big uh, toy company, something like Hasbro or whatever. The Teslas of Hasbro. Yeah, think of that's perfect way of putting it. Um, and her big project she's been working on forever that she wants to have work is called Megan, and it's the basically the living doll um, and kind of like the specific companion for kids that they like pair up with. Well, Gemma ends up uh, taking custody of her niece after uh, her sis, Gemma's sister and brother-in-law uh, die in a car crash. And so in order to, 
And as a justification for testing the new robot, she pairs uh, her prototype up with her niece, Katie. And then it starts working, and uh, things go really well until the thing becomes too protective, which is very predictable storyline. Mm-hmm. I think that literally covers the whole thing. Yeah, that, and that's it. I mean, we, we mentioned the, the girl's parents died too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. and then that's it. That's yeah. all you need to know. So, like, uh, the girl is traumatized already. She's in a real tough spot. She becomes uh, too emotionally attached to the robot. What do they call it? Tether theory or something like that? Attachment or? theory. Attachment theory, yeah. The deep attachment theory. Where that, that was interesting. That was kind of the... Or a big point of the film was this idea that when a kid, when one of their parents dies, uh, they will they will become very attached to like the next important person that comes into their life. I don't know if this is true or not. They could have just made all this Probably. up. Um, but that should have been for this girl, for Katie, that should have been her aunt Gemma. But instead that she became attached to Megan, the doll. Yeah, that's probably a real thing. I mean, I feel like all trauma, you feel that way in a certain degree. I don't know. I feel like with this movie, they could have just, they may have just been writing and been like, let's just pretend this is a thing. That would be fun. Let's throw in some psychological theories in there and that'll get people's attention. Yeah. That'll show that we're smart because we just threw in all this AI stuff that we didn't cover. (laughs) Right. That's the thing is like, and like, yeah, it's AI and it's about technology that's not real yet. I mean- we're like on the way to technology like that becoming real. Mm-hmm. But like with Hollywood, they just say whatever during it. But for some reason with movies like this, they just throw out the concept of like people like being smart at all, like having logic to them. They just throw out that concept completely. Yeah. Uh, we were yelling the whole time in this theater as the only ones there. So thank you for that. That was great. AMC gave us a private theater. Oh, yeah. It was, it was fantastic. Um, and one of the things that kept coming up, we kept yelling about like the logic of if this woman is an engineer and this is her life's like creation and it's finally working and she's like te- she's said it multiple times that she's testing more on the doll because they're trying to put it into production. Like it's a whole ordeal. But yet, she's never going through, like, the logs on the doll. She's never going through the cloud data on it. Which, like, originally they weren't showing that. So, like, could have just said, hey, she didn't have that. Which is dumb. But then they do make a point of showing that there are video logs. Like, the actual video data is, is on a server that uh, the doll has. And then it's all just corrupted. She hasn't been checking it at all. Yeah, they they, pres- they they do it a lot in the movie where they present the problem and then we're like, how did she not, how did they not think, think about this? And then immediately when you're thinking that, they're like, oh, by the way, remember when we did that thing? Mm-hmm. And then you're like, oh, okay, so they had that in place. How did they let that happen if they had it in place? Yeah. Like, all of the logic of is just completely gone. Yeah, like we're thinking like, oh, like, you know, maybe just, program that it can never even fully function emotions past a certain thing yeah and then they're like yeah remember when we did that it, we programmed it to never have self-arm and it's like all right then all right so you so did, we, for- did we did forget then some we probably forgot so now you're not alarmed that that is happening you're not alarmed at all 
Yeah, it's 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 silly. A lot of it's silly, and I, I understand that it's meant to be just like a fun little horror movie. And that's you know you kind of have to give it some grace if you mm-hmm. really want to enjoy it. But for those of us that know the system, <laughs> we know how computers work. Okay. <laughs> I have a computer. Yeah, yeah, Ricky. I mean, Ricky, you could have written the program for the Megan doll. You could have done it. You could have done no. it easy. No, no, no. Here's the thing. This is where I get annoyed. I'm like, all right. I understand that if somebody like me, for example, if I accidentally programmed something very stupid as my first time, you might think, huh, kind of crazy that you did it that way, but I could see how you messed up because it was your first time. Mm-hmm. This lady has been building robots since college mm-hmm. is the earliest we know. Probably yeah. longer than college, probably considering longer. that she's doing programming in college mm-hmm. or engineering in college. So she's probably been doing it for a long time. Um, she has very clearly worked on the most successful toy in the world in this world, which is yep. the, the, you know, the, uh, they're like little. Imagine like a big Furby. Yes, that's what it is. Yes, yeah. Furby. It's like a Furby that you can interact with and it connects to your tablet and it learns how to interact with your, your child, all that. Yeah. Essentially the same thing Megan does, but not to the sense of like AI. Um, she's been working on this all for so long. Her whole house is powered by an AI system. Mm-hmm. And then just all of a sudden she just like makes this Megan doll and they're like, Oh, we just, we rushed in the beginning of the movie. She's like, we rushed through it and I forgot to put in the parental control features. Shoot. But then later in the movie, when they're talking about this Megan doll or when Megan's talking to the, uh, uh Gemma, she's like, Gemma, remember all the nights we had together for all those years of times of us programming my software? And it's mm-hmm. like, okay, so was it a quick build or was this years of work? Right. Because we've contradicted that. Mm-hmm. Because in the beginning we're saying it was like a month it took us to do this. Yeah. But with her it was like, no, it's been years. Yeah. Like, and I, I was thinking more about that too, about like... Because a big thing with a lot of the movies that are about like AI or robots taking over and there's like, like there is some like, though that kind of idea is kind of grounded in truth. The truth being that, and I, I used to work in cybersecurity. This is a thing that came up all the time. Usually with a lot of devices, uh, security I don't know if it's the case as much anymore, but a lot of the time security is like the last thing people think about with their products. If you're just trying to get something working, it's just like get it working. And then like when people start attacking it, like, yeah, then we'll start, we'll worry about security there. But I was thinking about it and there is that specific scene where the parental controls thing came up and there Gemma is with her team and they are running diagnostics on Megan and Megan is just straight up not listening. And Gemma's, going, Megan, turn off, and it's not responding. It's not doing it. And this movie, from that point, there are several weeks, if not months, that go by following that. So there were plenty more tests that happened off screen, and you didn't address that? Ever? Yeah. Because by the end of the movie, there's still no parental controls on it. There's still no security other than a physical, like, basically hovering your hand on the left side of the neck, it looked like. Maybe. They never Megan. actually even showed it. Yeah, so it's like, you had an, you had, uh, an incident happen, and you've had a very long time to continue working on this. You never fixed it? Yeah. That, that idea never crossed your mind. Really? Yeah. Strange. So strange. And especially when, when you intentionally, because again... 
the concept of death comes up to this robot Mm -hmm. and it's like, and Gemma's like, nah, you don't need to learn about death. Like that doesn't need to be processed. And it's like, oh, too late. I'm already learning about it. Yeah. Can we not, can we not go back and like erase erase? Yeah. Like I understand it's trying to become smarter and it's its own AI, but like, it seems like we have control of it considering we can access every one of its files Yeah. before it fully takes over itself. Um, Also, this is the greatest developer in the world because she just built something that can hack into the system of a building. It can hack into cars. <laughs> yes. We built military grade AI. This is insane. That's my favorite part is just like by the end of the movie, it's they just really lean into the fact of like, all right, no more logic at all. None whatsoever. We never explained we never explained this, but now the doll can hack into literally anything by not even touching it, just being near it, and she has full control of it, and it's perfect. She can hack into the car. She can drive out, drive away with the car. She can hack into the light system. She can hack into the uh, critical emergency uh, system that a, a massive skyscraper has and change it to say everything's fine. She can do that like that. No... I- no explanation. She's just, you know what? She runs everything now. Yeah. It's insane. Uh, and, and you know, like part of me thinks like, am I being too critical of it? Cause it's like, you know, you gotta have some sci-fi belief in there. Mm-hmm. But then towards the end of the movie, Gemma has this robot that she built in college mm-hmm. and the kid is controlling it. it. It can be controlled. It is also a piece of technology. Yeah. Uh, it's just a big, I think of like a big battle robot essentially is what it is. Yeah. And this this Megan thing is fighting this big battle robot at the end, which is kind of fun to watch. Yeah, that was a cool part. Uh, but the movie ends with them destroying Megan, and then all of a sudden it's transferred its its knowledge over into the house AI, which is just like a little, like, maybe like a two-foot-tall Alexa, essentially. Yeah. Which I thought to myself, I thought that is so dumb that she can hack into this, but she's not going to go and hack herself into the freaking robot that she just fought. The battle robot. How could she not have control of the battle robot? Which if it were like, if it were like the kid had to manually get inside the battle robot. And so it was actually like an exosuit, then that would make sense. But the battle robot is connected to the internet uh, or Bluetooth at a minimum because the kid is controlling it via gloves. That are not directly connected to the battle robot. Dude, and if she invented a failsafe to where it couldn't be hacked, how the heck does she forget a failsafe on Megan mm-hmm. in that sense? Do you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. like how are you so smart to build that but then forget it on this feature? I can... I. This is the thing. Is when sci-fi movies do this, it's like they still try to pretend that there's logic involved with it and i'm okay with with extending some some disbelief yeah i am too especially with like if it's like a whole different set of rules and then they just commit to it we state the rules flatly and then it's like this is this is the case but here's the thing is the first half of this movie the the r&d team they keep talking about like no we we've thought about this stuff we've we've thought about this yeah the the ai can't learn past uh a certain point uh, and like, it's not, pr- it like, it's not going to, we've, we've put in some fail safes in the software that you can still manually turn it off or Megan turn off will always just saying that will always work. Uh, so they talk about that. And then for no reason, this, the, the doll is just 
n doing its own thing suddenly. Like there is no explanation on that. It just starts killing yeah. at the end. And it's not out of like, it's not for protecting uh, Katie, her, the, the kid, the main kid, uh, just starts killing randomly, kills the CEO and the CEO's assistant. No reason. Just, they were there. They were there. They saw it. Well, no, yeah, there really wasn't a reason for it to kill them. There was zero reason for that to happen at all. The, uh, first and second deaths that happened, which were like the neighbor, uh, I mean, technically the neighbor thing didn't matter. Uh, the neighbor's dog too. Yeah, the neighbor's dog. Megan killed the dog. We didn't see that. That was off screen. Killed the dog that bit Katie, uh, which that was pr to protect Katie. Killed the the boy at the we're the fourth grade school in the woods. Killed him because he was being mean to Katie. That makes sense for like uh, an overreach thing in the protocol. But then kills the neighbor who's not doing anything. Yeah. Just decides to kill her. Just decide. Well, yeah, I don't know. The neighbor is only more threatening to, I guess, Gemma than it is Katie. Yeah, but Megan also made it very clear that she does not care about Gemma at all. Yeah. Strange. So killing, killing the neighbor who owned the dog that's now dead, like that did nothing. And then all the deaths following that, no, no purpose. Yeah. Yeah, it was really strange on what it chose to kill. I think at some point it just was just like, I'm just going to kill. Yeah. And I would have rather just seen that, honestly. I was into that. I was into Kill a Robot. I thought we'd see more deaths, too, because they really kept leading up to that with, like, the CEO, they were about to present the Megan doll to the world. Mm -hmm. He's like, get more people in here. I need more people in here. And yeah. I'm thinking, oh, wow, we're setting it up. She's just going to go on a slaughter. Yeah. No, she just sneaks out. Yeah. That was... Because, again, if... If she's just malfunctioning... Didn't even sneak out. She walked out the front she door. She just walked out, yeah. And there's literally pictures of her all over the place. People don't recocognize what she is. Yeah, it's crazy to me. But, uh, like, if she is malfunctioning and she just randomly kills the CEO and the assistant, literally no reason for that. So that the only logic of that happening is that she's officially just malfunctioning. Like, she's a killer. We've gone Terminator mode. Uh, Which I would have loved to seen. Yeah. Make it rated R. Just so go berserk. Why... Does she not kill more people? Why does she get into the lobby of the of the business and there's a ton of people there who all start screaming and she doesn't do anything? Yeah, she, she just, just walks them. out. Just walks out. It's so bizarre. This which, movie, which the CEO is a bizarre character in itself. The whole time we were like, who is this guy? We were like, oh, he's got to be like head of R&D or you know R&D he's the least intimidating CEO <laughs> he was I... this freaking CEO what is yeah. that he was first off he was not great actor yeah in general I, I didn't really like the way he delivered a lot of what he was saying the the, the moment he entered he like I, I I could tell it seemed like he was already anticipating the reaction he was about to have so he was like staring deliberately at the point of like the point on screen that was going to surprise and agitate him, but he was already looking at it. And then like several seconds later was like, what is that? What is this? Like it was very bizarre. Well, what we thought was weird is we were like, okay, so like, is this guy like CEO or something? He doesn't have access to the R and D lab. Yeah. He doesn't have access to it. He's like, I need to get on this card swipe. 
How does he not have access? He's, he's the CEO. He's the CEO. I mean, I believe it with big businesses, like they get disorganized enough, but it's still the CEO. Is there See, should be a... They they should have access to everything, right? At least your assistant not. should too. Yeah, like it, yeah. At least the assistant. The assistant was a weird dude too. We really had they developed his story arc a little bit and did not do anything with it. It was so I had strange. no idea what was going. He like stole all of the secret files regarding the Megan prototype, and then that just was nothing. There was no reason for that. It was just nothing. There was no reason. Uh, the CEO made a comment to him about like. Are you watching porn again at work? And it was just like out of left field. Yeah. It was like, well, again? Well, hold on, hold on. You said it wrong. Because he said, the CEO said, Are you porn hubbing again? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, The most bizarre way to ask that question. Which at that point, I thought, okay, he's no way he's CEO, right? Yeah, that's uh, goofy. No, he, he allowed it, apparently. Yeah. Again. Yeah. Hold on. My, we are a toy company. My assistant. I has been caught watch, watching porn at work. Like I know that businesses are pretty messed up, but that's a really weird thing that's to like. like a, they're like if there wasn't like a situation of like nepotism or like extortion happening. Otherwise, it'd be like, no, I, I don't need you as an assistant. And it doesn't seem like he was a very good assistant in the first place, too, because any conversation they have together, he's just like, yeah, you suck. Yeah, he You're like a terrible him. assistant. The You're CEO the CEO. This guy. Just get rid of him. This is just a super bizarre set of characters right there. That duo was just odd to me. But I will, that, that line in particular was probably the most memorable because it was the most bizarre way of asking. <laughs> it was out of left field. Are you porn hubbing again? That was just... Why is that how you said it? <laughs> Why? It's just a catchy catchphrase. Is it? Apparently, we also got a lot of a lot of alcohol in here. You want to get drunk? <laughs> this toy company's lobby is the place to do it. <laughs> it's so. It seemed like such a like, just a way that they were trying to get sponsored for this movie. Alcohol was just on on the screen and just like deliberately turned so you could see it say sky vodka and whatever. Like, it, yeah, this ad placement just in the movie. Yeah, it was so strange. It was so weird. Yeah. And then just with like, oh, also PG-13. PG-13. Let's just, let's just make it PG-13. Yeah. It was so weird. Which the fact that it is PG-13, I think contributes contributes to the fact that I, I don't understand how this movie was marketed as horror at all. It's not a horror film. No, it's more slasher, I guess, than anything, which... I was thinking thriller, thriller. in yeah, a way. Yeah that's, yeah, that's perfect. But this is also... It was way more, like, dramatic than I thought it would be. Usually, or at least, like, the one example I have from, like, Smile. But it's... That's what I imagine horror films to be, is that, like, pretty consistently through the movie, there's, like, dark stuff happening. You know, or yeah. there's, or if it's a jump scare movie, those are constantly happening. We're constantly in the horror element of it. You're on the edge of your seat. <laughs> this was like the first, like eighty percent of the movie was just all drama. Yeah, yeah, that's I, it. People didn't start dying until or getting hurt until the last twenty minutes. And everything, I I get really jumpy at movies. You know this. It's, yes. In normal movies, it doesn't even have to be a scary movie. I'm just very jumpy. Mm-hmm. I only jumped at the first scene when they're getting hit by the snowplow. Yeah. And it's only just because the angle. I just hate that angle. And yeah. like, you know, it's coming. I mean, we got jumpy at a part that wasn't even uh, a, a horror thing. It was 
Gemma and Katie having a fight in the car while Gemma's driving, and we're both freaking out, thinking that they're about to get into a car crash. Yeah, we're like, <laughs> stop, stop arguing. Stop arguing. I hate, dude, I hate when movies, like scary movies and cars is the easiest cop out to scare me. I hate it. Yeah. It's just like, all you got to do, like, what is the one thing everybody has anxiety about? Driving. Yeah. <laughs> Let's it is, just tap into that. It is the, like, the most dangerous thing that every single adult pretty much on earth does is driving. And so <laughs> I feel like that is the, the most anxiety inducing kind of scene is one where like there's abruptly a car crash. Yeah. During or, the scene, running a red light, getting hit by a car. It's, yeah. it's pretty, it's pretty easy to do. And it gets, it works every time. Yeah. But it's like, come on, I need something more. I went more of a rush. Yeah. I mean, that, that was, it was just weird that those were the two most horrifying spots for us one of them what a car crash didn't even happen and then the first one we just knew it was coming and that was more horrifying than everything else going on because everything else was kind of just like action ish yeah well the movie is very predictable oh yeah very predictable i mean Mm -hmm. we were calling everything from the get-go and just from watching one trailer i knew what was happening ricky you call you called everything oh it's so yeah they're like stop spraying your your yep. chemicals on my side of the lawn. Yep. And then she pulls out her chemical gun and she's like, do you want to try my chemical gun? That's the mm-hmm. chemical RX 3005. Like, yep. And then it's like, okay, yeah, she's going to die by that thing later because Ricky, that's the only I, I don't understand how you, like you have, you. I have seen now that you are very good at calling stuff with movies. And that like, as soon as that happened, they <laughs> briefly mentioned the thing. You immediately looked at me and went, someone's going to die with that. Man, I was like, okay, maybe. And then they show the battle bot in the beginning, which was like this intimate moment between Gemma and Katie where they're kind of bonding, which then led to Gemma actually getting motivated about Megan. But you were just like, that thing's going to be at the very end. Yeah, we're going to use that to fight Megan. Yeah. <laughs> Never, <laughs> not even in a trailer. Straight, straight up, that's not in the trailer. That, like, I mean, yeah, it was like a big battle robot. Like, I, maybe I could have seen it coming. I don't feel like I'm a, I'm confident enough to just say it. <laughs> no, like, just let it fly, dude. It's because I'll come up with wild predictions and they're just wrong. And I'm like, okay, well, <laughs> like even you're, with you're thinking, you're thinking how to make this great. I'm thinking, what's the easiest thing that we could do with that? <laughs> well, what's funny is that I'm also remembering back to see how they run, where you of like a murder mystery movie. And you called the you called the guy who, who yeah. did it. You called it right from the get go. I'm like predicting all these other people, <laughs> and you're just like, no, no way. It's definitely that guy. Yeah, and 100 percent right. Okay. Yeah, yeah. What's the easiest thing I could do here? <laughs> it's just uh, I don't give you enough credit, man. <laughs> I appreciate it. I, I like to see it into the future. I I have a problem with that though. I'm I'm always like that where I'm like. I'll be watching TV shows with Carissa uh-huh. and I'm just like, Ooh, what do you think that one's going to do? I was going to do that. She's like, I don't know. I want to watch it. <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> I just get so excited. Cause I think like, Oh, what's the potential they could have with it. But mm-hmm. what are they actually going to do? It's like, I, I remember maybe I've, maybe I've talked about this before, but it's the same thing. Of, I feel like there are just some people who are like, I gotta be asking the questions as we're going. I can't just think about it. I have to vocalize this, especially if you're watching with someone. And my dad would do that where he would just pause whatever movie or TV show we're watching and be like, so wait, what, what's, what's going on here? Or wait, so is this going to lead to this? And like, pause it, analyze it for a moment. My mom would always respond with, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. It's like, 
and then you go hmm and then turn it back on <laughs> that's a parent that's such a parent thing yeah that's how my mom my mom is the worst at watching movies i know <laughs> she's gonna listen to this because she specifically said i'll listen to that episode because <laughs> i want to see it and i uh so shout out to my mom love she you she wants to see megan yeah, she. Oh. So my mom is a horror movie buff, and that's again they promote this movie as a horror movie, not, a scary movie, bad which movie. I don't know if she loses now if I tell her it's not, so I'm gonna not tell her. Okay. But she, uh, yeah, she loves scary movies. Like this is part of the reason why I think I hate them so much mm-hmm. is because like from a young age she would just watch scary movies all the time, mm-hmm. and I, and I always hated watching them. And then like her and her friends would watch it, and, and I'm like. Is there like four grown women just watching scary movie? Of course I could sit there and watch it. I'm I'm ten. I'm thirteen. <laughs> I want to watch it too. And they're like, you don't have to watch it. I'm like, no, I'm gonna tough it out. <laughs> and I hated it every time. Yeah. So did th- you ever yeah. have like a specific movie growing up that was like your like you got terrified of it? It's a really weird one. Uh, it's a scene actually. Okay. In Signs, have you seen that movie? No, I have not. Oh man. So Signs, it's about um. It's it's basically like these farmers and aliens start making crop fields in okay. their yard, whatnot. Um, it's, it's a good movie, but there's a scene in there. Anybody who's seen Signs, they already know what scene I'm talking about. There's like a videotape of a birthday party going on, and then it's on the news because the news is like this crazy phenomenon started happening. Well, we're just gonna show you the clip, uh-huh. and it's like the videotape camcorder of a birthday party going on, and in the background, a huge alien just runs across the screen, <laughs> and it's terrifying. It's so real. You're just like, oh my god, what just happened? As a kid, I used to hate that scene. That sounds so goofy, dude, though. Dude, it like ruined like watching any videos for me for the longest time of like <laughs> birthday parties or like looking at pictures and seeing things in there. Yeah, uh-huh. it, it ruined that for me oh for the gosh. longest time. That scene used to kill me. I'm going to have to go look that up. It doesn't it doesn't sound scary at all, but no, I can imagine not. as a kid. No, it's not. Um the poltergeist used to get me a lot with mm-hmm. the the whole static thing where the kids talking to the ghost and the static. Yeah. The ring used to get me. That that was that was bad. <laughs> that terrified Rough the heck movie. out of me, bro. I I used to hate that. I think yeah. that's the one the ring where it's like you watch the tape and then it shows this weird crazy footage and then the uh the girl comes out of the TV and kills you in a yeah. couple days. Mhm used to terrify me like I, I would literally be paranoid bro if i like woke up in the middle of the night and my tv was on static because the channel changed or the channel just stopped airing stuff for like an hour yeah i'd freak out <laughs> i would like wake up i'd immediately turn the tv off i turn on all my lights and i'd fall back asleep because i'd be so too scared i'm surprised you could go back to sleep oh it's terrifying bro it's terrifying or hearing the uh that like alarm in the middle of the night the test alarms oh i used oh, to hate yeah. that yeah yeah it's bad i had i had one movie that freaked me out as a kid and it wasn't even a horror movie i remember being like six or seven and i came downstairs and my my mom and dad were watching i think with my sister they were watching uh the first pirates of the caribbean movie curse of the black pearl yeah and i happened to walk in during the scene where they are showing that the the pirates of the black pearl turn into skeletons yeah yeah yeah. and i just ah yeah i don't even remember what happened in real life after i just remember the moment of seeing that and becoming terrified and just (laughs) i don't know if i started crying i don't know if i screamed i don't know if i ran upstairs i don't know what i did i just remember that moment and being like this is the scariest thing known to man that's awesome (laughs) 
And now I'm like, oh, it's a great movie. <laughs> Dude, totally different opinions on it. I thought it was so cool. Oh, I'm sure. <laughs> My parents, I we went to Disneyland and I bought that coin. Uh-huh. And I like remember purposely like one time I like cut myself not on purpose. I just like accidentally cut myself on something. And I was like, oh my God, I wonder if I could turn into one of the skeletons. <laughs> so I ran to my room. I got the coin. I put a little dab of blood on it from like the cut I had on my finger. And I was just like, now tonight I'm going to try this out. <laughs> put my arm in the moonlight. Yeah, let's wait for the moon. Yeah. Dang it. Nothing happened. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah, two totally different experiences with that movie. What were we? What were we talking about? We're talking about how bad Megan was. This is a bad movie. <laughs> it's bad. There, there's a lot wrong with oh, it. Oh, the, la- the Another thing I wanted to bring up is just I pointed out at the very end. My, f- the best part of this movie to me is just the fact that it ends with they kill Megan. They manage to put a stop to her. They run a screwdriver through her motherboard. Through the core, whatever. Yeah. yeah, motherboard in the face, whatever. Uh, and then she dies. Uh, but then the the cops show up and people from the business show up. <laughs> the and it's like the cops, the guys in it. <laughs> yeah, I don't know why. They, there's literally no dead people at uh, at Gemma's house. But all these people show up and there's like police lights and everything. And Gemma and Katie open the front door and they're just looking out at the lights. And it's kind of like this victory moment for them as they like they won. They beat Megan and they're going to be okay. But all I could think about was I was just looking at Gemma who is smiling on the screen. And all I could think of was you're going to prison. Yeah. <laughs> you're going to prison. There's, oh yeah. There, you built the thing that killed your neighbor, your neighbor's dog, killed a, a fourth grader at the school, CEO killed the, the CEO of your company mm-hmm. and his assistant. And stole it, it. Committed Grand Theft Auto. Oh, it, it stole money from the company. It stole money from the company. It destroyed the server in the research and in de- development uh, place. Like a huge list of crimes. It's a doll, though, and it was built by you. And that's all I could think of is as she's smiling at the lights, like, <laughs> "Oh, you're going to prison. You, you, your life over, completely done." My favorite part is that the the. The research and development team that came to help her out, they like blew up in their lab, mm-hmm. which they're, they're in the back of the cop car. Totally. What are the girl? What the girl? Totally fine. Yeah. She just comes out. She's like, oh, good to see you. <laughs> the other guy looks burnt, has a face mask has a on. With, breather on. Yeah. With oxygen. And he's just hanging out the window. Hey, Gemma, what's up? I was like, bro, what medical team just let him just go? Oh, you're good. The- Here's a breathing mask. You have just burns, third degree burns. Here you go. Go ahead and sit in the back of the co- police car here. Go to the hospital. Yeah, what are you what doing? Are you doing? God, I don't know why any of those people showed up at their house. Don't understand at all. Like the ending, so bizarre. Th- literally just threw all linear logic of the movie out the window. Yes. Uh, 20 minutes before the ending. It's bizarre. And it's sh- it's, the movie started great. It starts off with the commercial for to set up a little bit of backstory of what's going on with this company, which I thought was hilarious. It was a yeah, funny commercial. It, it drew me in right away. Cause a part of me was like, is this AMC accident accidentally airing a commercial to me? And then eventually realizing, Oh no, 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 oh, that's not the case. Yeah. And we had heard like, Oh, this movie, it doesn't take itself serious. Clearly. Clearly there are some points. I mean, maybe, but it feels like they just didn't take the project serious at all. It's. I don't think it's the movie didn't take it so serious. I think when they made this, they legit were just like, we just want to make something that we can promote to teenagers, yeah, and gain popularity off of that because that that clearly will sell. Yeah, 
How I mean, slated for January. It's really hard for me to think that any any company is optimistic about what the projects they're putting out in January every year. It's it's always dead with the movies. The movies that come out in January, awful. Yeah, this is this is not a passion project movie. This is, and I'm not saying it need, every movie needs to be a passion project. Mm-hmm. It does project better onto a movie when you are passionate about what you make. Yeah. Sometimes you can clearly tell there's there's no passion in it. They just made it because money. Yeah. This is one of those movies for sure. I just find it so bizarre that it was marketed as a horror film and then it's not horror because then the majority of people coming in are expecting it to be horror. And oh they're yeah. Horror fans, and then they're let down. Like it's not. That's not fun for them. I mean, I would assume that's the case because it was way more, it was way more dramatic than I thought this movie was gonna be. Yeah, like there was a lot of talk about like death and the fact that the that Katie, who's nine, that just lost her parents, and like it's very emotional. It goes into heavy topics, and it's like this is isn't this a horror movie? Yeah, it was strange. The only scary part of the movie is how like terrible this child is this eight-year-old 13-year-old kid yeah this 13-year-old eight-year-old <laughs> i can't i i don't know how i heard that at one point the kid looks 13 but i would have sworn towards the beginning of the movie someone confirmed that she was uh 13 <laughs> and then i was convinced the whole movie and then suddenly they're like okay it's time f- we're gonna put you back in fourth grade it's like wait Wait, thirteen's like freshman year or eighth grade. What? What's happening? Yeah, this kid was terrible. And, and they're also trying to be like, oh, well, the robot is the reason why she's so messed up. And it's like the robot never once displays violent acts to her. At one point, she pulls a pair of scissors on the freaking therapist. Oh, yeah. Katie does. The, yeah, Katie, the, actual the girl. human the girl. girl. They, they take Megan away. They deactivate Megan. And they're like, we got to run diagnosis on it. And Katie goes berserk. She's screaming. She's yelling. If you mm-hmm. see, If you've been around children in there tantrum phase that's exactly what she's doing she's having a tantrum mm-hmm. uh if your kid has ever grabbed a pair of scissors and per, like winding up to murder you mm-hmm. please let me know if that's ever happened because uh, she was ready to murder and I, I thought to myself i was like wow there's something deeper here that she just went there yeah. like parents must and then she slapped the freaking the other one she slapped the other i was like, all right this kid knows violence from something deeper yeah. than just this doll well i mean i think they were trying to show just how messed up the kid was considering that her parents died and everything but like even in that it, when that happens like you don't that a weapon just got pulled on you terrible like, therapist you you got a something more has to be done to figure that out. Ter- terrible therapist. She's threatening to pull Katie to go to Florida with her grandparents and out of nowhere is like she has all the power in her hands to just be able to just pull this child whenever she wants. But then she pulls out a pair of scissors and about to stab her. She's like, eh, she's fine. Maybe you should just get rid of the doll. Yeah. Doll will do it. Right. That'll solve terrible this. Yeah, she almost killed you? No, just get the doll back. Yeah, get the doll. Yeah, it's not a big just, deal. Just, I don't know. Something's up with there. It's kind of strange. I don't know why she pulled scissors. That's the thing. All the adults in this movie, dumb. All they, were all, dumb. they all just became super dumb out of nowhere. And it's just like, I mean, if they, it, the movie could have been good if they created a story where like the, the adults were acting logically through it. Like even the school scene. Where they're out in it's some weird school in the middle of the woods where they, I, I don't know, whatever. Um, but that like all weird. the toys have to be put aside, and Gemma, who is from the beginning of this scene, is like, no, 
Katie, you are going to school. You don't get to keep the doll yeah. with you because I, an adult, am an engineer uh, and like about to sell this product for millions of dollars. I'm taking it to the company and I'm running diagnostics. I'm still testing. It's not yours. And then manages to be convinced by the kid that she should have it. And then Gemma, who was about to go to work, who just said she's late for work as well, is like, you know what? I'll stick around and I'll help make sandwiches. Make sandwiches. And then is not paying attention to her multi-million dollar uh, asset, the prototype, Megan. Oh, yeah. Which just vanishes during it. And then the boy dies. What? Yeah. Yeah. Come on. You got to be smarter than that. Come on. You're the adult. Get the kid out of the car. Take them to the school and like, it's your thing. Your livelihood depends on this. Yeah. I, I don't, I, this, this movie, it mostly scared me cause I'm about to be a dad. And I was like, dang, this movie yeah, makes bro. me, this, thing, this movie scares me. Cause yeah, like, bro. I'm apparently, one of those. Yeah. I mean, apparently at this point, I mean, no one, no adults can, can talk back to their kids or like take authority over their kids, man. Yeah, you can't I mean, do that at all, I guess. There's all sorts of approaches that, that could have just been better. I mean, granted, you know, granted to Gemma, she's she like that's the other thing too. Gemma's sister just died. And she seems fine. Like nobody's caring about Gemma. Her sister just died and she's now a mom all of mm-hmm. a sudden. Like what? Like yeah. bro, that is hard, bro. Like what the heck? Mm-hmm. Bro, if if I if my like sister-in-law were to suddenly pass and I was the parent of her two children, I would just be like like if I was single, I'd be like, no, I'm not. I'm not going to do that. There's other people. The well, other grandparents, go ahead. <laughs> what's interesting with, with that specific beat is that I actually have a friend who has been in a very similar situation who is our age mm. and was just, he was a bachelor and I went to college with him and everything. And then, uh, got a call that, uh, his mom died his dad was already gone and that he has two half sisters who have no one no living relatives other than him wow and so he had to drive across the country pick him up and i remember talking to him about this him and i are still very close um because it was such a i i respect him so much oh for, yeah for this because i don't know how i could have approached this but he took these half sisters who he'd never met before and talked with them very plainly uh, both of them were, uh, were teenagers. One of them was like two years from 18, I think. So like they, that's a hard stage to just suddenly integrate, uh, into a new life. Uh, but told me what he said to them. And he's like, look, I, I can't imagine a worse situation for all of us. And we're all dealing with this right now. And I'm going to do my very best to try and help you and get you on track to something. I'm going to mess up because this is suddenly thrust on me. We're going to have to work together. I'm so sorry that this happened uh, to us, but we're going to figure it out. Yeah. And it was just like, he told me that and it was just the, like, that's all I was thinking during this movie was like, at some point you got to have a conversation and lay things out and just be like, I don't know what I'm doing. You are already nine and I've never had a kid. And now I'm supposed to ha- act as if I have I have a kid who's already nine. Yeah, that's a whole different world. And so I've like I was thinking about that through this whole movie that that's like the logical response to this is be an adult and yeah. 
like talk about the hard thing talk about the elephant in the room people die life is changing we got to move on i'm going to do my very best to take care of you because that's the responsibility that's been given to me god i have so much respect for that man i don't even know who he is (laughs) that's crazy like yeah i just like literally thinking about it like if i was in my like in my single days if that was thrusted upon me i'd have been like no yeah there's no way there's no shot i could barely afford to live on myself (laughs) <laughs> like yeah. there's no way I would have been able to. So I, that's insane. Yeah. Yeah. And, and just with, yeah, that, that's crazy, man. So that's, that's how I could relate to the movie a bit is by proxy through my friend. Cause like they didn't even go into the logistics of how, uh, difficult that circumstances were like finances completely changed too. Oh yeah. And now supporting, uh, another person, which you've never done before. That's not something I've ever done, and it yeah. would change everything if I suddenly had that. And all of a sudden, the government therapist is like, you should have this figured out. Why don't you have it figured out within 24 hours? Yeah. She like shows up to the house. She's like, you don't have toys for her? It's like, bro. Bro. She just got here. Hold on. My like, sister just died. I literally just pulled in the driveway, and we're, yeah. and we're doing this right now? Yeah. You don't have toys for her? Don't, don't tell her how to play with the ball. Now you kid roll the ball. <laughs> that was the, the weirdest worst thing. Character, the worst the character. The therapist, therapist was the worst. The she was just like, "Don't tell her how to play with the ball." Now, Katie, roll the ball to Gemma. <laughs> God, okay, idiots. Right. Yeah, what yeah, are dummies. Oh man, there's nothing good about this movie. Let's. Uh, well, there, there is one one thing that I I will say was good, and that whoever the actress was that was playing this doll. Shout out to her, man, because that, I would have hated to well, play this role. I'm wondering if... No, it was $12 million. There's no way that it was CGI, right? What did the, no, no, that's real. It was real. That's a real person. Uh, not uh, to the full extent. Uh, a mocap. Mocap suit. It was a mocap suit. Right, I've right. Seen, I've seen some of the behind the scenes, and there is a little girl that's actually playing that doll. So there is actually a child who was doing all of that? Yeah, the motion capture. She did all of it. That's the most. That's the scene. The only redeeming thing about this movie. That's insane. Yeah, I'll show you the video of it after. There's like a, they put out like a thing of her doing that little scene where she dances in the hallway and then mm-hmm. she grabs a thing to kill the guy. Yeah. They show her doing that in real life, like her actually doing the dance. Wow. So that is, I, I will say the 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 kids in this movie are like Katie and now this other girl who are uh, Megan basically. Yeah. Uh, the the acting from these kids, good job. Good oh job. yeah, I'm sorry, kids. That like you're usually annoying, and Katie was annoying throughout, but she was doing exactly what she needed to for she was uh, acting. her role. Is even with like the scenes where she started crying because she, her parents are dead and she's like grieving. Like that that girl did a really good job yeah. of that. Yeah, she uh, had really good depth in that, and and when she was acting like a stubborn little brat. She's probably just playing the role. She probably snapped right out of it. When she was like, yep. did you guys like that? Was that good? Do I need to do another take? Mm-hmm. She was great. Or just literally went over to her mom who's on the side and mom's just like, you're doing so good. You're doing, you're doing yeah. great. Like yeah. keep crying. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, they, the kids were the best part of this movie. They killed it in their mm-hmm. acting. Just those two kids. There were other kids. They sucked. Yeah. All the other kids didn't like them. They weren't, they, they were not with it. All the adults suck. Gemma, she was fine. Nah. She had, she had, she did her part. She didn't overplay it. She didn't underplay it. She did just fine. Yeah. Across the board. She was great at acting at it. It was just the writing for her was terrible. Yeah. All right. Let's uh, let's bring the let's bring the banana meter in for this stinker. Banana No, 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 no. No, it's okay, guys. No, no, no. There's no chanting. We don't. No. 
Wait, maybe, maybe. Uh, that was kind of nice at the end there. You brought nice. it all together. Oh, thank yeah. you, mini boss. Yes. yes. Oh, all right. Just place it there. Just place all it right. there. Just leave it there. You don't want to be in here for this one. Oh, they're trying to do the dance. All right. Oh, they're doing the, they're doing, yep, they're doing the, Megan the, dance. the Fortnite dance. They're doing it. Yeah, you can see this on TikTok. They're hitting the orange. I see, yeah, that minion has his, your cell phone. Is he running TikTok oh, on there? I, I, I mean, I didn't have yeah. TikTok oh, before, yeah. but. All right. Well, they're cool. They're taking my phone into the living room and they're still dancing out there. Okay. Well. Wow. I'll go take that back in a minute. Yeah. That's All right, good. Ricky. Banana meter. That's a bad movie. Bad movie. Uh, they. All right. So very bad. Uh, like huge bad. I at least had like some sort of hope going into it because I I watched the trailers and I'm like this looks terrible. And then I kept seeing people saying that. It's actually really funny and it's really good, and I was like, okay, maybe there's something. Yeah, people Somewhere got in the middle. So, people suddenly got my hopes up out of nowhere, and then I'm I think like, they did were, you see the movie? They were trolling. They, they had, had to, to be trolling because this this is not like it's not even like fun. The only funny no. thing in this movie, like the real funny part, is we're in the middle of the conversation and they start singing. Oh, she yeah. just starts singing a song out of nowhere, and mm-hmm. then there's a part where she sings "Firework" by Katy Perry. No, I was, I think, I think it was "Titanium." Oh, "Titanium," yeah, yeah. that's right. She started singing "Titanium." That was strange. Yeah, really strange. But like, I don't know if it was meant to be funny or not. I couldn't tell. It was, it was just, super awkward. This is weird, super weird, huge bad, um, big bad. I really didn't have a great time. Like normally, at least when the movie's bad, it's at least kind of funny bad. But like, a lot of it just felt kind of cringy. Yeah. I wasn't really a big fan. Um, again, like I said, the only real redeeming part of this movie was the child actors, like the two actresses. Mm-hmm. And literally for them and them alone, I'm going to give this movie like a 25%. Dang. A 25, Dang. not percent, sorry. 25 banana. 25 banana, yeah. And that's right. being very gracious. I will never see this again. I wouldn't recommend it. Yeah. It's not even for like the meme of it. It's not funny. Yeah. It's not that funny at all. There's, You may laugh like twice, but that's... You not you don't know if you're supposed to be laughing mm-hmm. or not. Yeah, literally the twenty five is me just being gracious that they got the, this girl to do the motion capture suit for this. And yeah, she's a freaking legend for it. Mm-hmm. I couldn't agree more. I mean, learning that that just changed my my assessment of the movie because I I didn't realize that there was actually like they did motion capture for this and it was a kid doing that. That is very impressive. Does that add anything good to the movie? No, not really. Uh, props to props to the kids. Props to the kids. Let's give a round of applause to the kids. That's Woo. that's it. Yeah, but no, 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 not you guys. Not, not you. you guys. Not you. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Uh, props to them because that's very impressive. Uh, for the movie itself, bad movie, huge bad movie, terrible. Uh, would not recommend. It was not funny. It the plot was awful. The acting was uh, subpar, except for the kids and. Uh, yeah, it was just horrible in every in every sense, in my opinion. In every fashion of the sense. Yeah, truly, I think uh, probably gonna be, uh, I, if I dare say, the worst movie of 2023, in my opinion. Very strong candidate. I'm yeah, huge candidate for that. We've just started the year, awful start. Uh, so yeah, I'm gonna give this one a big old 10. percent There's nice. There's really. There is no reason at all to see this movie. Not one bit. Even nope. if you are seeing it because of the TikTok dance you're doing and you want pro tips on how to do it or you want the context of it, there's no context. Nope. There's not even movie playing. Like there's movie playing for the soundtrack for the audience during the scene, but not in the real like the movie situation. There's no music playing. The doll starts dancing for no reason. Yeah. Nothing. So 
Wow. Horrible. Horrible. I'm going to stand on my soapbox and I'm going to keep saying it. No, horrible, I love it. Horrible big bad movie. No one should be praising it. Bad. Good for the good for the people marketing it that they quadrupled uh, the budget. Good for them. Bad movie. So it ten. So that puts it at what seventeen point five banana. I love it. Yeah, that's yeah. huge. I, like I said, I just wanted just that girl who the the two actresses only redeeming quality of this movie. Yep. They got one half scare out of me too. So they you know I feel like I gave them the twenty five because they deserved. Oh, because they actually got you. At one they point. got me at one point. They, they got, got you at one point. Okay, I see. I see. I see. Yeah, I mean this was this was bad. This was definitely all day today. I was like, man, are we really going to go see this movie? I know. And then getting turned around of like, no, some people are saying it's good. And now I don't trust anyone. I only trust us. The only thing that I liked about it, or sorry, I mean, I know I said that already. Mm -hmm. The best part that's going to come out of this is that we get to start the year off with a terrible movie. It can only go up from here. That's right. The ball is rolling up. Yeah. It's going to keep on going. I can't wait to do the end of year review and just be like, Megan. Megan. Bad. Awful. Bottom of the list. Yes. And then I am I can't wait for 2024, January, and we see another one and get proven right again. Megan part two. It's just the beginning. The first month of every year will always have the worst movie. Now, that could be changed because September had a terrible movie last year. So who knows? That's um, true. Who knows? Who knows? All right. I think uh, I'm satisfied with that score. Yeah. Yeah. Let's wrap this bad boy up. Get the get the banana meter out of here. Woo! Banana! Right, yep. Woo! Yeah, good job, Props boys. Props to the kids. Props to, to the kids. Yeah. Props to the kids. Get them out of here. Thank you guys so much for listening to Straight Dude Date Night. We do hope you enjoy uh, our review of a horrible, very bad, no good movie. Uh, and, yeah, if you want to support us, uh, you can review us on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. You can also follow us on Instagram at Straight Dude Date Night uh, and Twitter at Dude Dates. Uh, we've started trying to post some reels so or, like, clips from the show. So we're try- we're doing our very best to act like we're a professional podcast. Mm-hmm. Um Please keep an eye out on the Instagram. We're going to be asking for uh, some suggestions very soon uh, because real life is going to become crazy. And that will be easier and helpful for us in recording stuff going forward for a little bit. Yeah, we're not opposed to hitting some old classics. Old, new, whatever. Just give us where we can find it and the name of it and we'll randomize and pick some stuff just know i will not pay money for it if We're it not requires me to it. rent it for six dollars it's off the list off the list not doing it uh other than that i think uh i think that's it i think that's it yeah that's that's uh david i appreciate you renting out this theater for the date night we had tonight yeah um like you said popcorn was fresh and that was probably the best part of oh, everything the, the whole night it's so good today it was good baby oh my gosh can't wait to run it back again and not see a bad movie yes hopefully bring back the good movies man that's what i'm saying get me to ant-man baby i, I hope that's a good one we'll see all right Thank you guys so much for listening. Have a great week. Have a great day. Have a great have a great month. Beginning of the year. Whatever. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.